for the people of God to enter. Step out of the nest, spread your wings and soar, surrender. to teach her to preach, grace to do, to understand in the mighty name of Jesus. Nigeria is in your hand. Thank you. For at the end of the day, let your name be glorified. The hand of the adversary will not be able to perform their enterprise in the name of Jesus. Thank you for giving us a nation that will be proud of. That will bring glory to your name. In the name of Jesus. Their gods will betray them. Their gods will not hear their voice. There is a bridge in their communication. There is a confusion in their camp. They cannot understand each other. In the name of Jesus. Like in Egypt, let there be darkness among them. But in your camp, let there be great light. In the name of Jesus. I speak again over the house of Saul. The house of Saul gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And the house of David gets stronger and stronger and stronger. In the name of Jesus. Be thou glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's celebrate God, everybody. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Hallelujah. Okay, before you take your seat, greet your neighbor warmly. Then you are happy to see them. Shake their hand. Shake their hand very well. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. A lot of you, you are looking at my suit. I know. I know. If you don't like my suit, it's either you are jealous or you just generally you are just full of evil spirit. That's all. Nothing, nothing more than that. You know, you know, I'm one of the people that don't, that I don't apologize for anything. I don't apologize for all those things. You know. I don't know how you will see your neighbor doing something good. You won't like it. Uh, it's not good. It's, it's bad spirit. Uh, it's not good. Yeah, thank you, sir. Daddy, I know you're a good person. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's people like Lemmy that encourage me to wear something like this. And, and, it's too, it's too, it's too colorful for me. It's just, it's just too colorful. But it's okay. Uh, we we'll try to do it because we are. <laughs> we 
just trying to do it. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the world now. Let's take attention away from every carnality, carnality. This thing that takes people to hell. Let's focus on the world now. Hallelujah. So, we are talking about a better covenant based upon better promises. Today is the fourth part of this series. And um, we are still in the foundation. But I'm trusting God that when we start next week, we will be able to speed up on things. We said, okay, let's read our foundation scripture before I now start my review and then quickly say what we have to say today. Today, I'm like, I just want to give you an assignment. That's all I want to do today. I want to give you an assignment, which you're already doing, and I want to encourage you to do more. Your life will be better for it. Amen. Are you hearing me? Your life will surely be better for it. Okay? But this is the main. Okay, now, this is the main point of the things which we are saying. This sounds like a Nigerian. Look, what is the point of what we are saying? Okay, now this is the point of what we are saying. Okay? We have such, such a high priest. My God, thank you. Do you know the reason why some of you are still surviving? You have a high priest. Honestly. We have a high priest. Honestly. Honestly. If you have a religion with that, you will be at peace yourself. You have a high priest. Because let me tell you the truth. The, the way the high priest is, or was, that was how well it will be with Israel. If the high priest was good, it is well with Israel. If the high priest was bad, it is bad with Israel. Jesus is our high priest. He is perpetually good. Acceptable to God. And therefore, it is totally well with you from beginning to the end. Because we have such a what? A high priest. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. Okay, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected and not man. Verse 3, for every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. For, uh, for if he were on earth, he would not be a priest. Since there are priests which offer the, uh, the gifts according to the Lord. Okay? Who serve the copy of the shadow of the heavenly things. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he, God said to him, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Verse 6, but now he has what? Obtained. Talking about Jesus Christ. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. In as much as he is a mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. Verse 7. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a what? For a second. Now verse 8. Because finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Glory be to God forever. The Bible says, God find him, find fault with the old covenant. And he said, look, I'm making a new one. And he said, that new one is a better one. That is, 
in comparison with the old one, this is a better one. I mean, every time that you become better in Jesus' name. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't want to play too much today. Let me just leave that alone. Uh, you know, if they give you, you know, if you are living in one bedroom apartment with your mother and sister, and your mother in law is staying with you, and then somewhere along the line, God blesses you. And you have a duplex with three bedroom bus cutter. But you insist, I want to stay in my one bedroom apartment. Now this place would do night VG. Your foolishness is capital. The F is capital. The zero zero is capital. The L is capital. The I is capital. The sh is capital. <laughs> foolishness. That's what some people do. I want to stay with the old. God said there is a better covenant based upon better promises. Glory be to God forevermore. Better house located in better environment. Here you are living in Lubumbashi. I don't know where that is. In the first minute I face you. Now they've given you a five bedroom in Asokoro. Better accommodation in a better environment. Better covenant based upon what? Better promises. But you insist, no. Lubumbashi is where I want to stay. Something they follow you. Like my friend told me, Titus, he said, elemental speed, they follow you, chop. You know that you won't, you won't understand the story. It's a long story. In those days, we, are, we, are, we just became born again. We are Christians. And, my friend, and then they, they, they would not teach us really, really stuff. The, the man, one guy came to teach us. Like NYC camp, he came to teach us. And the next thing he was teaching us, he was teaching us about demons and level devil or demon. Finally, now taught us some spirit. He called them elemental spirit. I said, that's what they taught us. I'm not saying I'm teaching you. Because some of you, the way you are listening, as soon as I mentioned demon, your attention grew. I'm not teaching. I'm just saying what they taught us. Foolish things they taught us. Stupid things they taught us. So, elemental spirit. I don't know where I got that from. It's not in the Bible. So, the following day, we, my friend, Titus, I remember him. I, don't, I can't pronounce his uh, surname very well. But his name is like Ihelu Bulam, something like that. Bulam is an evil guy, very lovely guy. So we went to eat. There's this place in Abekuta, somewhere that they do. There's this woman that does rice, fried pepper. It's, a, it's an awesome rice. They don't fry the rice inside pot, they fry it inside ikoko, you know. Uh, that pot, pot uh, mud, uh, uh, clay pot, awesome rice. The flavor is out of this world. So we, I ate, he ate. I now said they should give me a second plate. So the boy now asked me, based on what they taught us yesterday. He said, elemental spirit, they follow you, sure. Anyway, so, <laughs> so now you understand. <laughs> it's elemental spirit, they follow you, shop. I said, no, that's not elemental spirit, they follow me, shop. I am just hungry. <laughs> okay, praise God. So if you prefer to accept that accommodation, elemental spirit, they, fo- <laughs> if they follow you. And we said, why would you say it's better? We say it's better on many fronts. I say it's in the New Testament that the concept of sonship came to be. There was nobody in the Old Testament that was called the Son of God. Behold, what manner of Lord the Father has given unto us that we should be called the sons of the Son of God. Bible says he came to his own and his own received no, but as many as received him, to them he gave power, authority to be called what? The Son of God. Hallelujah. We also said it's under the New Testament 
that the spirit of God comes to confirm your sonship. Yeah, it's not the spirit that upon, because in the Old Testament they had the spirit upon, but in the New Testament we have the spirit within, we have him with, and we have him upon. So any which way you want to operate is there for you. Say amen to that. When we are about to be confused, may you hear his voice behind you. So it's there. And when that one is not loud enough, may the one on the inside ring a lamb bell. Hallelujah. And when you finally get to that zone, when you want to do it, may the spirit upon empower you. So it's a total package. Glory be to God forevermore. We also said, it's in the New Testament that anybody has authority over Satan. In the, New, in the Old Testament, anybody has authority over Satan. It's, it's the privilege of the New Testament. Glory be to God forevermore. Say, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out what? Devils. It doesn't happen in the Old Testament. It happens in the New Testament. And I'll show you examples. If you, if you miss any of those things, go and get them. Then when you say that the spirit left, left Saul, he didn't leave Saul. He didn't leave Saul because there were two places when the spirit made him to, came upon him again. It was a relief as, the, as, as, the, as, as David played music. The spirit never left him. Glory be to God forevermore. And we said, also, it's in the New Testament that we have uh, righteousness. They didn't have complete righteousness in the, in the Old Testament. Glory be to God forevermore. Today, I said, I want to give you an assignment, right? It's the privilege of the New Testament to enjoy what we call tongues. I want you to show me one person who spoke in tongue in the Old Testament. No one. If your life doesn't turn out right, it's your fault too. I am not joking. With the privilege of tongues, it's only in tongues who can bring 50 years in future. You can pray it now. You can rearrange the life of your children, even ahead, by praying in tongues. You get what I'm trying to say right now. Any favor you need, any wisdom we need is packaged in tongues. You know, you know why some of you don't pray in tongues? Because you don't know the benefit of tongues. Look, eh? There are some things, some things I call them quick fixes. Hmm? How many of you have been hungry before? You should be. This is Nigeria. You know, you know that because you are hungry, if you are going to wait for pandejam, are you hearing me? Are you going to wait for rice, rice and beans? No, before, before the beans substance and the rice added, and then the stew and the plantain, you may be in the emergency hospital. Are you hearing me? But there's something they call Indomie. There is something they call granite and bread and coke. Trash. They're eating it. Are you hearing me? There's something they call cold milo. Just pour milo inside cold water. And you are, the bread is just dying inside. Okay. Okay. Glory be to God forevermore. There is something you can call leftover from yesterday. Just quickly inside microwave. The thing just says, one minute, you are ready. It may not be the best of me, but they get you moving. When you don't have time in the morning to do everything you want to do, can you quickly do a quick microwave? Are you hearing me? We don't have time for everything. 
But you don't leave, don't leave the house empty. Don't leave the house on your empty tank. Glory be to God forevermore. It's only the place, it's the only place you can be in the car and be driving. Your mind is fully engaged, but your spirit is praying. Hallelujah. It's a privilege of the New Testament. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Let's begin to double down on scriptures now. A better covenant. David didn't speak in tongues. Nobody spoke in tongues. Somebody didn't speak. Isaiah did not speak in tongues. They prophesied about it, but they never did. They never did. Hallelujah. Who, Father, will give you praise? And these signs will follow those who believe. Do you believe? In my name, they will do what? They will cast out demons. And what? They will speak with what? It's a period of the New Testament. Wow. Today, I wish I have time. If not, that we have a guest minister up this morning. I will have said that after we finish, I will ask everybody who doesn't speak in tongues, everybody who doesn't, to wait behind. You will speak in tongues today before you leave church. You have to. Or you will wait behind say, Pastor, we will minister to you. You must speak in tongues. Say, this time we follow those who believe, right? They will cast out demons. They will speak what? With new tongues. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together in one accord, in one place, praying. But there was a sound from heaven, like that of a mighty rushing wind. And Bible said, they are rested upon them, clothing tongues out of fire. And Bible said, and they began to speak with tongues, and the Holy Spirit gave them what? Utterance. Hallelujah. When they entered the house of Cornelius, as Peter was ministering, Bible said, the Holy Spirit fell on them, and they began to speak with tongues. When Paul got to Corinth, Bible said, Gather some people. Say, Have you received the Holy Ghost? Bible said, When they prayed for them, they began to speak in tongues. Even Paul himself declared, Say, I speak in tongues more than you all. It's a New Testament phenomenon. Glory be to God forevermore. Let me tell you three things that, there are more than that. I can tell you about 15 things that speaking in tongues can do for you. But today, let me, I will just tell you only three for the purpose of this so that I can, I can give you that assignment. Hallelujah. Number one thing that, 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 that let me say for there, not that number one thing, one of the things just for you for our purpose of this, for the purpose of this class, number one, speaking in tongues builds you up and listen to me, please. I know where your mind has gone. For those of you who are being Christian for some time, you disturb us a lot. Uh, those who are being Christian, because you think that we know what we are saying, you think you know what we are saying. Because when we say abuse you up, yeah, abuse your spirit, man. Abuse your spirit up. That's what people know, you know, and, and, that, and that's the danger because you know, you know what is, you know. Let, 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 let's, let's go there. Go, go to go to First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter fourteen. I was speaking to abuse you up. People just say, okay, abuse you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, abuse up your uh, your spirit, man. No, no, no. Can I tell you something, eh? If you, if you think you are not fine, eh? Begin to speak in tongues. I promise you, something will happen to your physical body. You, so, there will be a glow around you. I don't know anybody who, who actively engages the spirit who is ugly. Because eventually your spirit
physical body will take will become a reflection of your inner man. It's only a wicked man with a wicked spirit whose face is squeezed like a demon. But when your spirit is good, I tell you, there will be a reflection. Something will happen to your body. Have you seen a pregnant woman before that something doesn't happen to their body? When they are pregnant, you will see that initially you will see, you see this glow. Then their nose begin to what? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. If the spirit of God really dwells you, you are taking up, something begin to happen to you physically. Hallelujah. Amen. Can't you see those men of God? How most of them become finer as they grow older? Yeah. If you don't exert yourself in the wrong way. Yeah. Compared, if you saw the picture of people like Joyce Meyer 30 years ago and compared, he looks, he looks better now. Yeah. So it's not about um, spirit alone. What did I say? Chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. Say, for he who speaks a word in a tongue does not speak to uh, to men. Okay, but in, what? in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Now go on. I'm going to verse four. But he who prophesies speaks in exhortation and comfort. Okay, to men. Verse four. He who speaks in a tongue what? Fights what? Builds up himself. He didn't say he builds up his spirit. You are the one that said spirit. He said himself. Himself is made of three parts spirit, soul, and body. When you are praying in tongues, you are building up yourself. Every part of you is affected. When you pray in tongues, I can guarantee you become more intelligent. Your memory sharpens. Glory be to God forevermore. Your mind will go to exercise certain level of rest. Since I used to bother, it doesn't bother you anymore. Your spirit, your mind, your mind has grown. You are wondering, ah, this is used to bother me three years. Why is it not bothering me anyway? Your mind has grown. Glory be to God forevermore. You, 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 you know why people say, when, when people say, you abuse your spirit, man. You know why they say that? Because if you, if you jump to verse 14, jump, jump to verse 14 of the same place, jump to verse 14. See, he edifies himself. Look, jump, jump to verse 14. Verse 14, who's there? Don't show me. Verse 14, scripture. For if I pray what? In tongues. What, what happens? My spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. He said my understanding does not participate. That my understanding is unfruitful doesn't mean that your mind is dead. My mind does not what? Participate. Go and read it in good news version. He says my mind does not what? It's not part of it. Hallelujah. But let me ask you a question. This is it. This because if I pray, my spirit prays. That's why I say your, your spirit prays, your spirit charge is charged because you pray in the Holy Ghost. It's true, but that is not the only part it affects. Let me tell you, let, let me give you this simple example. If I say Pastor DJ built this house, I would find it to the block. I would find it to the door, to the foundation, to the anything. It's find it to everything. So why when you say he built up and say why you think it's referring to your spirit alone? It's a referring to the total being. Hallelujah. Now, let us go further. If you say my spirit prays, he is telling you the part that does it. He is not telling you the part that benefits. Hallelujah. Can I give you this example? This is me. I believe it's my bottle. Okay. It's too close to you. Okay. So, but, but look at this. Eh? Which part of me drinks the water? Which part benefits? My spirit prays. 
but it's all, in all, all in my spirit that benefits. When you are eating, your leg does not benefit, but participate, but it benefits. Because if you don't eat, your leg will begin to wobble. But it's not the one that ate, but it's, it benefits. Your head may not benefit, but don't eat. You will see that you will be dizzy. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That place is only show you the part that does it. It's not telling you the part that benefits. You will ever does it, builds up what? Himself. It's all like compassion. I, I wish I have time to show you all the scriptures today. Honestly. I don't have time to show you the scriptures today. To show you how it affects your body. How it affects. Do you know what Bible says? What Bible calls the Holy Spirit? In John chapter 7, verse 37 to 38. It says, Out of your shall follow what? Rivers of living water. If it's a river of living water, right? Go to Ezekiel chapter 47. Talking about the Holy Spirit. I said they prophesied about it. They didn't see it. They talk about it. If I, I, I wish I could read from verse 1 to, to, to verse 9. Ezekiel chapter 7, 47. But go there. Who, who's, who's on the console this morning? No, it says, okay, no, don't, don't worry. I, I, I don't have time for all this. Just go, go, go great to verse 9. Jump to verse 9. Ezekiel 47. Yes, correct. What's that? 47, yeah. It shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever what the river goes, are you hearing me? Out of the abyss shall follow what? Rivers of living water. Bible says, it shall be that everywhere that the river goes, what? They will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because the water goes there. For they will be what? Healed. Everything will live wherever the river goes. Look, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, your cell will come alive. Your liver will come alive. Your tongues will come alive. Are you hearing me? Your lungs will come alive. Your liver will come alive. Your kidneys will come alive. Everywhere the river goes, we live. And I speak over your life today. May every part of your life live. Every doctor's report will reverse it in the name of Jesus. Your digestive system lives. Bible says, anywhere the river goes, Bible says, they will be healed. Hey! Everywhere the river goes. Everywhere. Out of the ability of flow, everywhere the river goes, life will enter there. Glory be to God forevermore. If you read Isaiah 28, around verse 11, go there. Wow. Go there, Isaiah 20, verse 11. Look at, no, 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 Paul used this as an example of tongues. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 21, he cited this place exactly. Okay? But don't worry. But look, look at what it says. Say, for we stammering live. And another tongue. Will I wall? Will he speak to these people? Go on. To whom he said, What what he called this tongue? What did he call this? This word is the rest, which which may cause what? The weary to what? Rest. And this is what the refresh. When you say you want to rest, when we are troubled, where is the rest? It's in the mind. You may find rest for your soul. He said, This committee we call in tongues is the rest for your mind. If you are worried about so many things, pray in tongues. Even when you don't know the answer yet, there'll be this peace. There will be this peace about it. Because you have prayed about it. So he called this is the rest. And this is the refreshing. Glory be to God forever. Honestly, there are some things I'm believing God for. I prayed about them and I wanted to take some steps. God will just tell you, don't do anything now. You know, if you do anything in your own flesh, you will mess it up. You know, some of you don't get answers because you want to pray and also answer your prayer. It's a big error on the part of Christians because, because we, we teach so many things from the pulpit, you know, heaven help those who help themselves. There's no scripture like that. 
In fact, heaven help the helpless. If you can help yourself, why don't you go ahead and do it? Do you get what I'm trying to say this morning? When you pray about something, the best way to get answers is just be quiet about it. Or the God gives you direction. How many of you, have you have you, has it happened to you before that you make a move? After you have made a move, you now see cash are waited do. Because you now see if you have waited three days, you have seen a better solution. You say kai, 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 cash are waited. Glory be to God forever, man. This is the rest. This is refreshing. Glory be to God forever, man. Jude verse 20 talks about building yourself on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Or your most holy faith. Faith is part of your spirit. So when you pray, it boosts you mentally, it boosts you physically, it boosts you spiritually. Boosts of what? Himself. Say amen to that. Amen. Number two. I'm watching my time. Number two. When you pray in tongues, you know what it does to you? It makes you to understand the mysteries of the scriptures. There are certain Bible. See, Bible is not letter. Look, hey, can I say this to you? A good command and a good understanding of English language does not give you an advantage. In fact, that can become a problem for you. Because Bible is not letter. Letter kill it. But the spirit give it life. Has it happened to you before? Please, anybody here that you read something but you didn't understand. One day as you are praying the Holy Ghost, you are just praying. Understanding will just pop. We just pop. Because there's something about praying the Holy Ghost that gives you what? Understanding. It makes you to understand mysteries. Actually, the Bible calls it when you are praying the tongues, I speak mysteries. Mysteries. First Corinthians 14, 14 2. Say, when I pray in tongues, well, I am speaking what? Mysteries. Mysteries of the scripture. Please, it's not mysteries of how your father died, though. About the wish in your family. You are the one warning yourself about all those things. He said, they are talking about the mystery of scriptures. scriptures. When you read the Old Testament, you can't. When, but one day we are praying in tongues, you will just understand. Glory be to God forever. Remember, yeah. I read something in the New Testament. As we are praying, you will just understand. Do you know? Yeah. He will, he will says, However, in the spirit, what? He speaks what? Mysteries. You see there? No one understands, but in the speaking mysteries. When you are praying, there are certain mysteries that you are unveiling to your spirit by praying the Holy Ghost. Do you know something? Paul said something that was powerful. Remember, we said it earlier. That must be chapter 4, verse 18. Where it says, I thank my God. I speak in tongues more than you all. Is it verse 18? Where is it? Let me see. Where is verse 18? I don't know. Yeah, he said, I thank my God. What? I speak with tongues. What? More than you. Now, if he speaks in tongues more than you all, are you surprised that he brought out more mysteries than you all? Are you surprised that he brought out more mysteries than you all? That's not secret. He's there. For he's seeking that many mysteries that Peter never said, that nobody ever said. He brought out those mysteries more than them all. Glory be to God forevermore. And in case somebody's wondering, Pastor T, what are the mysteries? <laughs> Hallelujah. No, the mystery of rapture. Why didn't Peter talk about it? He made it with Jesus when he was talking to him about these things. Why was it that somebody was not there that brought out the mystery of rapture? Eh? Why? Maybe they were there when Jesus broke the bread. Why didn't they talk about the mystery of communion? 
Why was it poor? Peter never mentioned anything about communion from the beginning to the end. After the eighty that day. <laughs> Are you hearing it? Because some things come by revelation. He said, I'm t- telling you, this was revealed to me by the Lord. But in the same night, which was revealed, the Lord took bread. He said, this was revealed to me by what? The Lord. The mysteries, speaking out the mysteries. Go, go, go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Wow. Father, we give you praise today. Let me rush, let me rush. 1 Corinthians 15. Hallelujah. Verse 51, verse 51, verse 51, verse 51. I read the two, two, two verses there. Look at what he said. Look at what he said. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. First lady. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. 1 Corinthians 1, 5, 5, 1. You got it? Star 1, 5, 5, 1. Hashtag. Get a data. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go. Oh, look, I don't want to play today, but let me get serious. Let me get serious. Okay, look at what it says here. It says, behold what? I tell you what? A mystery. Because he's the only one that was praying in tongues more than them all. He kept telling them, I tell you what, a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Why did anybody write about that? Yeah. <laughs> for in a moment, in a two of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall all what, be changed. Why was he the one that knew about it? I thank my God I pray in tongues more than you all. Do you get what I say right now? Hallelujah. Oh, look, Peter was married. Abby, John was married. They were all married. We don't know about the wife of Peter, of, of Paul. Why was he his poor that wrote better thing about marriage than them? <laughs> they were all married. Why was it it was Paul that spoke better about marriage? It, it was a mystery that God would be to him. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 31. Ephesians 5, 31. Look at what it says. Go there, go there. Who's there? On the screen. Ephesians 5, 31. Okay, it's there. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. Peter didn't say that too. Verse 32. This is what? A great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and John. He said, this marriage, you are looking at marriage, marriage. It's a reflection of, of Christ and the church. But it's a mystery. Hallelujah. Kai, God will help you. You need a mystery. She was sleeping. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are you hearing me? He, he was not married. We don't know. But maybe he was married. We don't know. But by, he was one that talked about it. Who told you because you are not experiencing something, you cannot talk about it. That's an understanding that's beyond, beyond the level of what I read, what I experienced, what I study. That's a mystery that's being revealed as you pray in tongues. Glory be to God forevermore. Even this presence, what is happening in the world right now, he spoke about it. He called it the mystery of iniquity. How the system of the Antichrist will work. He's talked about it. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Every mystery. Said, when you pray, they say we are talking mysteries. Hallelujah. Chapter 2, verse 7. Who is there? Please. Chapter 2, verse 7. Hallelujah. It says, 
For the mystery of what or lawlessness is already what working. He says at work, says only we who now restrain will do so until he's taken out of the what is keeping the, 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 the lawless man behind holding him is the, is, is the spirit of God. But when Bible says when we are taken out of the way, the church it will fully manifest it, it'll be unleashed fully. Why do they hate the church so much? They don't hate Muslim, they don't hold, hate Buddhists, they don't hold everything. The thing they want to eradicate is Christianity. Because that's where the power resides. That is holding back the Antichrist. He said the mystery of... No, when he said the mystery of lawlessness, if you read this in, in King James Version, he says the mystery of iniquity. Go there, King James Version. The King James Version, he says the mystery of iniquity is already at work. Yeah, look at what. The mystery of what? In, don't already work. Only he who let it, will let it. <laughs> Until he be taken out of the way. He let it, he let it, he, he prevented it. Hallelujah. Do you know some people that say certain level of behavior that they want to do? When you are present, they don't do it. But once we are out of the way, hey! Do you get what I to say right now? There's a spirit inside us that restrains them. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Do you know it's Paul that talk about the mystery of godliness? How men, wicked men like us, became godly? Because it's a mystery. You have not changed your house address. Your color has not changed. Some of you have never changed your plan and your thoughts. God says you are godly. He says it's a mystery. First Timothy chapter 3. Are you happy you came this morning? If only he can talk about those, about those things. He says what? Without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. Why? God was manifested in the flesh just by the spirit, seen by your preacher among men, believed on, uh, on in the world, received up to glory. That's the mystery of godliness. That God became flesh to identify with us. Received on the spirit and then justified. The justification became our justification. Hallelujah. Mystery of godliness. Only Paul was revealing all these mysteries because he was the one that was speaking mysteries more than them all in the spirit. Glory be to God forevermore. Let me give you one more thing for today. Have I discouraged anybody here this morning? Hallelujah. One thing it does for you, if you pray in tongues, honestly, I guarantee you, you'll be wise. You'll be very wise. It's not the wisdom of this world, though. It's not the wisdom of this uh, 49 laws. It's not the philosophy of men, though. You'll be very wise. You'll be very smart. Because even some of your wisdom you will will be unconscious wisdom. You won't, you won't even know that you are wise. You don't even know you just you don't even know that you did a wise thing. It's when the result begins to show, you say, wow. Because those actions are motivated by the Spirit of God. We will make wise decisions. That may not show now, it will show five years' time. Yes. You'll be wise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we are making contact and fellowship with the spirit of wisdom. And you know what? He that walketh with the wise shall be born. If you walk with the spirit of God, who is the only wise God? There's no way you walk with that, you will not be wise. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. My time remains six seconds. 
Finished. It's gone so quick, eh? Wow. Let me read one more scripture as I go. You'll be wise. First Corinthians chapter 2. Do you, can I say this to you, eh? That every time you exhibited foolishness, that was a restriction of your spirit. You ignored it. That's why you behave foolishly. Every time you exhibited foolishness, just watch. Before that, there was a check in your spirit. <laughs> I see if I call to you before that, you pick your call to call somebody. Spirit of God said, Don't call that person. Don't call. So, that's not the ordinary call. It's not ordinary call. You may be damaging some things in the spirit. Every time I've ignored, when I'm talking with somebody, I've, I've ignored. When I want to say something, God said, no, don't say it. And I said, no, it's my friend. Now let me say it. I've regretted it. It comes back to bite you. And some of the bites are very, very deadly bites. All this, and all this idea of calling everybody your friend, your friend. Be very careful. Can I, tell, can I say this to you? If you are their friend, are they your friend? That's all over there. Ah, ah, it's my friend now. Ah, she's my friend. Ah, he's my friend. Why, what kind of uh, talk is that one? You are, is he, did he call himself your friend? And some of you guys, you'll be excusing all these stupid boys. Once, your, once, once the friend comes in, he can never, when you're alone, oh no. Whenever I see you, honestly, my life is incomplete without you. When I see you, honestly, honestly, my, my, you don't know, honestly. That's a chapter missing in my Bible. Say, ah, what happened? No, 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 no. The chapter is called, we all need to you are the chapter. I'm telling you. Without you, my Bible is not complete. Foolish, foolishness. If you start, if you start that again. You have started again, right? Hmm? Let me ask you, how does he introduce you when people are there? What they tell you behind the closer is different. That time you want to touch. They can't say anything. <laughs> Men can't say anything when they want to talk. Ah. Say, so this ah. They will say, they will say, my mother, useless woman, you. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you are in public right now. Ah, okay, help me to Yabo, my friend. We are schoolmates. You've seen your life now. Is Yabo your schoolmate? You are now hanging on the fact that you went to the same school as the base of introduction. It has gone beyond schoolmates. You have many schoolmates. What are they doing in your bedroom? Why are you foolish? And that girl will say, okay, at least he said some truth. We are schoolmates. We are not schoolmates. We are not schoolmates. You are that mate. <laughs> Kai, my time is gone. Oh, I should not be talking like this. Hallelujah. Foolishness. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are close to somebody and that spirit is restrained, and there's something when you pray in the spirit, your spirit comes alive. Yeah. You will just know, you will just know things now. Ah, you just know now. Glory be to God forevermore. First Corinthians chapter 4. Kai, chapter 2. Sorry, sorry, let's go. Mm. Hallelujah. But I hope you got something here today, right? Honestly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, go there. Any investment that your spirit is not agreeing with, don't force yourself. Yes, I know those who are doing you are making money. Let them be making the money. Yes, 
we don't know what will happen in four months' time. I have done it and we have lost money big time. And because somebody will come and assure you against the witness of your spirit. Don't, don't, let me learn from my own mistakes. I don't want to make mistakes. And then the older you grow, the more you must narrow your margin of error. Don't have time for recovery anymore. Just imagine you go and lose, go and lose one person to be a billion. I did your 70. So you know, your poverty is, you mean, <laughs> it's a great poverty. Are you? <laughs> Kai, I'm going to, my time is gone to the old. Glory be to God forever. First Corinthians chapter 2. Chapter 2, chapter 2, chapter 2. Hallelujah. Verse 4, verse 4. This person talks, he thinks he knows scriptures. He went and gave me his brother. Okay. <laughs> That's all. He says, Are my speech, are my preaching, were not with what? Persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. There is something that is called human wisdom, common sense. That's how some of you don't get contract. You are trying to persuade people by common sense. It then goes on. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Verse 5, verse 5. Who's there? That your faith should not what? be in the wisdom what? of men, but what? In the power of God. Verse 6. However, we speak this wisdom among those who are what? Mature. He said, when I came among you, I don't speak wisdom among you so that your faith will not rest in the wisdom of men, when the power of God. He said, but there's another wisdom we talk. He said, we speak another wisdom. What? Wisdom among those who are mature. Yet, what? Not the wisdom of this age. Nor of the rulers of this age who are coming toward nothing. Coming toward nothing. Wow. I wish I had time today to, 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 to explore this. All the rules they gave us in those days, how they become a successful man. If you apply them now, you will fail. You will fa- your failure will be announced in heaven or ne- everywhere. <laughs> if we apply the same rules that they, they gave us, 98 something. Finish school, get a good job, begin. T- if you try it now, you have signed your life away. Wisdom of men, they are coming to what? Nothing. No, 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 no. You know, women should be housewives. Let them stay at home. Men should go out and work. Right? If, you are, if your wife doesn't work now, you are, you are endangering your future. The rules have changed. So women, what they are earning, that's what doesn't earn one third. And if you want to apply wisdom, men, I am a man here. Yeah. Ah. You are in trouble. Because the wisdom has changed. The wisdom of this world has come to what? To nothing. Kai. May God help us. He said, I will speak wisdom. Come to know. Verse 7, verse 7, verse 7, verse 7, verse 7. How, uh, verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God. What do we speak? The wisdom of God. What do we speak? What do we speak? What do we speak? What in a mystery. I told you speaking in tongues is a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God. The hidden wisdom which God has ordained before the ages for what? For our glory. What is the wisdom behind your prosperity? What is the wisdom behind having a good home? You know, two children cannot be raised the same way. What is the wisdom? What is the wisdom of working with people that you are not always fighting? What is the wisdom? We speak this kind of wisdom in the mystery. When you are praying, that is when this wisdom is being deposited in your spirit, man. 
That's when you are speaking it. You know why you say we speak the wisdom in the mystery? Because you are following the principle of faith. They believe, therefore they spoke. We also believe, therefore we, we speak. Whatever you must possess, you must speak it. Therefore, because you don't know the fullness of what to speak, God has packaged the mystery. How many of you know that you ever go abroad? That you are born with a visa in your hand? No. But somewhere, somehow, somehow, as you are going about your life, you, the first time I went to China, it was Mr. Duque that facilitated it for me. But how? Do you know? China don't get their visa. Like that? You just say, Pastor Tino, send your passport. Send this. At, no, say, we are, we are going somewhere. They've given us approval for just send everything. He paid for everything. They, I think 24 hours also. My visa was 20 or 48 hours. My visa was out. How did I know Mr. Dukwe? How did Mr. Dukwe know them? How did they? Are you hearing me? There is something in eternity that God has arranged that you cannot explain. We speak this wisdom in the mystery. Are you hearing me? I have seen help in very, very difficult places. But how did God arrange it? We are spoken that wisdom where? In the mystery. Because it's what we speak that God answers. For he said, as you are spoken in my ears, so will I do unto you. So you must speak. Because we don't know the fullness of what to speak, God packages it in what? In the mystery. So that when you speak it, begin to see something. How did it come to pass? You already spoke them in the mystery. May God bless you. May God cause his way to shine upon you. May the Lord bless Are you hearing what I'm talking about right now? These are the advantages of the New Testament. Tongues is part of the New Testament. Glory be to God forevermore. Had that my case for today? We'll continue next week. Father, <laughs> it's actually like our Lord. We'll continue next week. <laughs> Father, we thank you. Pastor, what is the assignment? Between now and next Sunday, I want to ask every one of you, Please, I'm begging you. Create between 30 minutes and one hour every day. Yeah. 30 minutes and one hour. Anything below 30 minutes, you fill the assignment. 30 minutes. Just arrange your seat. Ah, Father, thank you. God, give me, give me opportunities next week. I will tell you the, the mystery of the armchair. You know those chairs that roll like this? So take your time. 30 minutes. Don't put on your phone. It's a distraction. When I want to pray, I don't pray with with my with um, with a phone Bible. A call can come in. I have a, a small tablet. I used to pray for prayer. That one's not connected to anybody. Nobody can get me. Thirty minutes of you and scriptures being spoken in the spirit. My God. You get your life will be better for it. Yes, Everything about you will be better for it. That's the assignment. Between now and uh, that minimum of 30 minutes to one hour every day. Yes. And let me warn you all this praying with people online, you are wasting your time. Absolutely. You are killing your spiritual life. Somebody will put on radio, you'll be shouting somewhere, you go and join them. Ay, 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 ay. You are killing yourself. You are being mechanical. There's no fellowship. How can I be talking to you? I'm, I'm, I'm echoing her voice. As you be speaking to me, you have to be speaking to me. Rabbi, we speak is this. Okay. You know, you say, Pastor, she doesn't know what she doesn't want to say. <laughs> She's speaking to me. I'm repeating the same thing to you. What kind of talk, conversation is that? She be you're talking with your father. Tell him what is in your heart now. Tell him your own. Now, why are you? Why is somebody paro- why are you parroting what somebody is saying online? What kind of prayer is that one? I don't know who raised you. 
No more fellowship with God. Somebody would just say something. What is that? What is the meaning of that? Where were they when we were praying those days? Look, I am not against anybody. I've been a Christian for nearly 40 years. By now, I know what works. Before, when I was a Christian, when I became a born again, some of them were not born the first time. None of them talk of being born again. So don't, be, don't look at me as if, look at this young man. They are far, far younger than me. Some of them should be ushers in other people's churches. Don't be bringing what you don't understand here. When I was a child, I speak as a child. Behave as a child. When you become a man, you put away childish things. Let me ask you, whose voice is God hearing? Their voice or your voice? Don't you know the sent to the father? It's when the when the adult, when the, we don't have confidence in your daddy, you now say, "Okay, you go and speak to him for us." Are you saying that your father prefers them unto you? That you cannot go to your father? Bible says, "Come boldly to the throne of grace." They say we should say, "Come boldly to the throne of you." Come boldly to the throne of grace. Come boldly. That we obtain mercy and find help in time of need. Come. We are destroying fellowship. We are calling it modernity. We have started again. Because by the time this thing comes to an end now, we know what to do. Father, we give you praise. That is the assignment. God bless and keep you. Cause his faith to shine upon you. Give you joy and peace. Fulfillment and all you do. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's celebrate God, everybody. Let's celebrate God. Hallelujah. Jesus, fall fully in love. Oh.